Hi everyone, welcome back to KCL Radio. You're listening to What? Like It's Hard? A show where we discuss everything from the highs and lows of university to finding yourself, whatever that means. This season, we have covered a range of topics like self-care, confidence, and creating meaningful relationships. Whether you are a new or old listener, thank you so much for joining today. I hope that you are having a fantastic day so far and that our episode will leave you feeling more positive and refreshed. I want this podcast to feel like a breath of fresh air, a quick slot in your week where you can just take a moment to yourself. Whether you're listening to the podcast on your daily run near embankment, whilst getting your iced matcha fix at Arabica, or during the process of motivating yourself to tidy up your room. Been there, done that. Although the running and freezing weather might be a stretch, even for a professional athlete like myself. Last week, I was recovering from an awful cold and was unable to record the podcast. I was honestly disappointed to miss the episode and felt like I was letting all of you down. I felt so exhausted and depleted. I was tired and desperately needed some sleep. It forced me to confront how I had been treating myself recently. Like so many of us, I was running around, studying late into the night, sleeping little and never carving out space for proper relaxation. I wondered why I felt so stressed, but I wasn't giving any time to just look after myself and take the time to rest. You know I am the biggest advocate for looking after yourself. I have reiterated countless times on the podcast that rest is not selfish and it does not have to be earned. While I firmly believe in those facts, it was difficult to apply those truths to myself. I worried about readings, lectures, and missing seminars. I worried about missing important discussions or information. I was upset that I had to cancel on fun plans with my friends and be forced to stay inside. Of course, there is a major caveat here. I feel so grateful that I had the privilege to press pause, the privilege to stay inside and recuperate. What I am trying to say is that looking after yourself is not something you can ignore or run from. Looking after yourself means doing big and small things that benefit your well-being. Whether it is as simple and easy to forget as drinking enough water or taking time to go for a walk, trust me, your present and future self will thank you. So, I slept more, drank healthy smoothies, and just embraced whatever I was feeling, honoring my negative feelings just as much as my positive ones. I think social media creates this impression and perhaps even an expectation that we must always feel amazing or positive 24-7. But the reality is that life has its ups and downs. You can feel like a boss woman one second and super tired in the next. That does not make either set of feelings invalid. It does not mean that you are pessimistic or not doing enough. It does not make you ungrateful for your life or lazy. You know what? It just makes you human. It means that you have our emotions, which might be difficult sometimes, but are ultimately a wonderful thing. Pressing pause is scary. It means setting up boundaries with yourself and with others. It means resisting the urge to people, please. And above all, it means recognizing that you are incredible and capable of so much, but your energy is not infinite. You cannot always be living life in full speed. Sometimes it is necessary to slow down, 
turn on Gilmore Girls, and smell the Glossier Bomb.coms. If you know, you know. Honestly, a dream combination. And before you ask, I am not a major fan of any of Rory's love interests. Dave was by far the most superior boyfriend, and the fact that Miss Lane was cheated out of her happily ever after was truly unforgivable. That is a separate digression for another day, but a Gilmore Girls-themed episode is certainly coming. I would love to hear if you have watched that show. Now, back to the main event. I used to be obsessed with the Netflix show Queer Eye. Antony Porofsky is still one of my celebrity crushes. Truthfully, the show still lives rent-free in my mind. Season 7 cannot come quick enough. I am ready to laugh and be moved to tears within the span of seconds. In my opinion, there are so many moving episodes. They each carry a particular life lesson or affirmation for the audience to consider. Whether it is learning the art of filling up your own cup, or being brave enough to pursue big opportunities, there is something for everyone. Queer Eye changed my brain chemistry. If you have not already watched the show, you are in for a treat. Adjectives like powerful, moving, and inspiring come to mind. Each episode follows the Fab Five meeting a different person and hearing their story. Over the course of a week, they basically help an individual work through any challenges in their life and make time for themselves. From learning to cook a new meal to being vulnerable about their worries. The Fab Five are themselves a team of experts on different areas, ranging from design to therapy. They basically provide an emotional outlet for the individual to share their worries, dreams, and emotions. I know what you might be thinking. That sounds incredibly cheesy, Govar, but the stories shared on this show are extremely powerful. At its heart, Queer Eye is a show with five kind individuals who are part of the LGBTQIA community and who share their own experiences, both positive and negative, with the audience. The reality TV premise of the show might not be everyone's cup of tea, but it has certainly provided me with lots of inspiration and taught me that vulnerability is a strength and certainly not a weakness. A major message on this podcast has been the importance of reflection, taking the time and space to really get in touch with how you feel. A valuable aspect of reflection involves thinking about the present moment or looking towards the future. But today, I want to do something a little bit different and cast my attention on the past to allow us to reflect on how far we have come and what our younger selves would think of us now. When I think about my childhood, my mind immediately goes to 11-year-old me. She was bold, confident, and constantly pushing herself out of her comfort zone. No matter how worried or insecure she felt, she would still try new things. She was obsessed with pink, watched countless vlogs on YouTube, and loved reading fantasy books. Most of that is still true, but I am no longer a fantasy reader, although Rick Riordan will always have a special place in my heart. Honestly, Percy Jackson just hit different. When I was 11, I dreamt of being 13. All I wanted was to be a teenager, to have more freedom, and experience all the fun of a Disney Channel original movie in real life. 
I thought life would be perfect once you reached a certain age. All your problems would be solved and everything would fall into place. Like High School Musical, we'd all be dancing and singing on tables. It just felt like a matter of time before I became the coolest and most confident version of myself. 13 felt like such a massive milestone at the time. I was starting senior school, making new friends, and discovering more about myself than ever before. There were so many different things occurring. It was such a confusing period in my life. Everything felt like a much bigger deal back then. Who you were friends with, what you wore, and how you acted. There was pressure to act older, but also to stay childish and carefree. It was a period of my life which, for good or for worse, I will never forget, and I can't forget my 11-year-old self. I think we all have those ingrained moments or periods in our brain. Maybe 11 was not the pivotal year for you. Maybe it is the version of you from three years ago or five years ago. But take a moment to remember that version, to remember how they felt, what they dreamt about, and how they saw the world around them. There are so many things I would tell my younger self. As I wrote my thoughts down for today, I realized that so many of my words carried significance to the present day. They were lessons that I still needed to hear and learn from, words that resonate with my dreams, hopes, and fears in the present day. So instead of keeping my reflections to myself, I thought it would be interesting to share just a few with you today. Dear 11-year-old me, first of all, not everybody is going to like you, and that is okay. You do not exist for the validation of other people. The only person who can give you validation is yourself. Until you believe in yourself, you will never believe the compliments of others. It is a difficult but powerful endeavor to tap into your own reserve of self-belief. Following your passions will never lead you astray. Following on from the first point, if you need to do the things which fill you up with joy, if you constantly try to be like everyone else or do what they are doing, you are never going to find your true passions. You need to do the things which fill you up with joy. The minute you start embracing who you are and what you love is the minute you tap into your unique interests and you start being your most authentic self. Do not trust everybody with your heart. Some people will only be in your life for a season or to teach you a lesson. That is okay and important. The more people you meet, the more things you will learn about yourself. You will begin to get better at setting boundaries and becoming clearer about what you want from your friendships. You will realize that friends who never valued you or supported you were never real friends. Some people only wish to take advantage of your kindness. Everything is going to work itself out. I know you are worried about what the future might hold. I know you doubt yourself and if you are good enough. I hope you know that you are far stronger and more capable than you believe. So everything is going to be all right. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy where you are now. You will grow up soon enough. You will be 18. You will have all the wonderful experiences you dreamt of. You have time to get to where you want to go. So just take a deep breath and soak up what it feels like to be a kid with no responsibilities. And finally, sometimes the most beautiful things in life are the most unexpected ones. Take comfort in knowing that whilst you cannot control everything, there is also so much, 
surprising and unexpected good waiting for you in the world. So those are just a few of my reflections, some things I would tell my 11-year-old self. I love reflecting on my childhood and thinking about some of the dreams I had back then. It is so strange to think about 18 now. It feels so young and childish. I guess it reminds us that perspective is key. The grass is always greener on the other side. Sometimes we become so consumed with chasing our future that we forget to ground ourselves in the present. I hope some of my lessons resonated and I would love to hear your thoughts on the episode. Thank you for joining me today on What? Like It's Hard. We managed to cover a lot of cultural and personal ground today, whether it was Gilmore Girls, Queer Eye, or the necessity of taking time for yourself. We demonstrated the importance of showing up for yourself and taking up space, even when it is challenging. You are more than worth it. Before I finish the episode, I want to end with a final quote, which says, you will never influence the world by trying to be like it. Think about that again. You will never influence the world by trying to be like it. I hope you give yourself the space this week to be yourself, to rest, to recuperate, to do something for yourself however little. You deserve to be looked after, especially by yourself. Episode 7 of the podcast will come out next Wednesday with your host, first-year history and international relations student, Govar. I look forward to seeing you all then. Have an incredible rest of your day.